Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifted you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. So today, I wanted to kind of speak on a topic we talk about a lot, but it's not... It, you need to kind of speak it on over and over and over again because it's who we are. Um, this past six months, like we said, we've been giving as a church for the future of what Axios was. And to be honest with you, we were just kind of saving money. <laughs> we wanted to save money for what God had, and look at what God has done. We couldn't even imagine that to the day of that we said this was the last day of legacy offering that God will open the door. And, and God has continued to do that in our church. And let me just give you a quick history lesson of Axios Church, if this is your first time here. We started right in the pandemic. We put a, a, our launch video out towards the end of, or towards the beginning of March, the second week of March, our president comes and shuts everything down because of COVID. And we had a plan. We had a plan with our launch team to do these nights called Axios Nights, and uh, which we're going to be bringing back, but they're going to be worship nights at our new facility. How about that? We're having Axios Night worship nights. Okay, I'm just, you, you got to get me off that soapbox. But God had these Axios Nights, but we couldn't do them. Everything was shut down. Everybody was in fear, which was um, understandable, you know, understandable in the season we were in. So we got our, we got our team together and we said, hey, what do we do? We said, hey, why don't we launch online? Every church planter that will tell you, the one thing they say is do not ever launch your church online. You get one launch. Don't screw it up. <laughs> That's what they told us. And the funny thing is, Anthony, I was in the, this past Friday. We were going to launch with an organization and... Um, and they were kind of stopping us because the pandemic. I mean, we totally understand. And we said, hey, we're just going to go do it on our own. This Friday, Anthony, I was, in a, I was, in a, I was at a, a pastor's friend's. And um, he was opening his own facility. He invited Jess and I. Who was there? The, the basically CEO of the church planning organization that we applied for in the beginning. He said, I, I know your church. He said, I heard about your church. And I said, sir, we tried to do it. And he's like, you know what? We're going to be we're going to be connecting soon because I want your church to be part of our network. It, God is opening doors like that for our church. And, and it's not about me. You know, I, I'm not anything special. I can tell you that right now. But it's God from the beginning of our church. Faith has been the forefront of everything we did. We didn't have any backing with anybody. We said, me and my wife one day, hey, let's just do this. God, we felt God was telling us to do it. We had no finances. We had anything. We, we just went. There's, a, there's something about being obedient to God's call in your life. Because they, we didn't know that a year later we'll be having our own facility. We didn't know later we will be in the RP Funding Center. We're supposed to be launching downtown Lakeland. But every plan we had was destroyed, but God's setting up everything. The, the title I have for today is 
the step up in the setup. The step up in the setup. Because there's a concept where you have to step up during God's set up in your life. There's going to be coming times where you don't know what, how, how it's going to happen. You don't know. But the thing that God has given us, the gift that he's given us is this thing called faith. And if we don't activate faith in our life, we are never going to step up when God is trying to set up some things in our life. Because sometimes God's set up in our life is very scary. Majority of the time, God's set up is scary because it goes past everything that we want to go after. It goes past everything our humanity wants to wants to in, in, go and in, in, indulge in and in being. But the reality is when we are obedient and we're living a life of faith, even though the circumstance might seem crazy, we can still set up. Because this is what the enemy wants you to do. That when your life is going chaotic, he wants you to stop and quit. But what if... The thing you have been praying for for years, God is setting up, but you are not stepping up to the occasion. What if he is actually orchestrating some things in your life, but you're just sitting on your bootay being lazy? What if he wants you to step up and serve and to give, but you're reluctant to because you want to see it first before you activate it? That's not faith. Faith is not something that I see and then I act. Faith is I'm going in blind. And when I go in blind, it's not by my abilities. It's not by my will. It has to be God. Axios Church, it had to be God. It couldn't be us. It couldn't be our facility because this facility half the time stinks. It was a life of faith, and we have a new home now. See, the best is yet to come. And God, from the beginning, through these Axios nights, we were just pouring out and just telling people about the vision, about the mission of what Axios Church was going to be, because at that point, we didn't know. We're just kind of just like, hey, hope this works. But we believe one thing from the beginning, is God has gifted us a mission, and God has gifted us a vision for this place. There's so many great churches here in Lakeland, Florida. I mean, some of, the, some of the biggest churches in the nation sometimes. But God has placed us in the middle of it to be a light in an area that seems dark. The question is, are we stepping up to his setup? As a church, are we stepping up to his setup? Because God has gifted us this vision, sometimes what people call it is our, it's our why. What is your why? Here's the mission of Axios Church is this, to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. That's what we are all about. To point people to Jesus, number one, is not about us. It's not about me. I will let you down. But when we're pointing, see, in church world, we kind of point to the pastor but then get mad that he lets us down. The reality is we're not pointing it to me. I'm pointing it back to him. All glory. We point people to Jesus so they can find worth. We would, me and my wife have been in ministry a long time. 
And one thing we've been seeing in, in our world, in our culture, is people finding their worth in things that are not biblical in their life. Or attaching their worth to a relationship. We're attaching their worth to a job. But God has said, I want to show you the worth that I see in my eyes for you. And as this church, we're going we're gonna to encourage you. We're going to uplift you. We're not going to put you down. We want you to know that, hey, you are worth it. Jesus himself died on the cross for you. It, your life is worth it. So we need to show you that worth. To show the worth and obviously his purpose in God. See, Habakkuk 2, chapter 2, verse 3 says, The Lord answered me, write the vision down, make it plain on tablets, so that he who may run with it will read it. For still the vision awaits is appointed time, it has not in the end and it will not lie if it seems slow wait for it everybody say wait for it wait for it it will surely come and it will not delay see our vision is simple but how can we as believers activate how, how can we as as members of axios church live out this vision to our community number one we can do this we can talk about talk about it we would not grow, we would not, we would not be where we are if people didn't just talk about their church. We need to talk about it. it, it it's, a, it's a part of our life. Number two, we need to do the invite. Most people will come to church if you invite them. If you just be available to them to invite. Uh, is the invite number number three is excitement are you excited about what things going on are you excited what god is doing in this place is excitement is is how we can activate the mission the mission of our church number four is how we love we love the vision we trust the leadership we trust what god is doing we trust what happening in this place these are ways we can activate the vision the mission that god has gifted us in this place the disciples of jesus christ they had issues like crazy if you think you're bad, read the Bible. <laughs> the disciples of Jesus Christ came with their issues, but they never lacked excitement for what Jesus was doing. Let me say that again. They, they had their issues. They had their good days and the, the days that they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Trust me, talk, listen to Peter. <laughs> he, he was always on the wrong side of the bed most of the time. But the excitement, when he, they saw Jesus healing, when they saw Jesus going from town to town, their excitement never changed because they were on mission of what Jesus was doing. See, we have to get excited of what Jesus is doing. Then Jesus, God has also gifted us these things called our core values. Our core values. Number one, our, core, our first core value is Jesus is our message. Jesus is our message. We are not confused of who we represent. I just got real New York right there, represent. <laughs> you heard that come out? I'm talking from the north, Anthony, you know. From Long Island, all right? I'm from Florida. Um, we're not confused who we represent. We represent Jesus Christ. That's in this place and outside this place. We, we present his mission. We are his disciples to the world. Number two, prayer is our foundation. Prayer is our foundation. It is what we have stood on since the beginning of this church, one year in a couple weeks. Crazy. Prayer is our foundation. Number three, community 
is who we are. If you do life alone, if you choose to do life alone, you're putting yourself in a position that you'll never succeed. Life is done in community. That's why we do small groups. That's why we do community uh, events. That's why we do church at the parks. That's why we, we, we do so many things, um, young adults. That's why we do a lot of things because community is important. And it needs to be important in your life. Number, number four or whatever I'm at, um, worth is what we give. This one's important. We give people their worth. doesn't matter if you're black, white, green, Chinese, whatever, you have worth. In a world where it says they, they try to push us aside because of the color of our skin or the, what we believe in, I'm here to tell you today, I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you come into this place is. You have worth because the, the Lord Jesus Christ has given you that worth because he died on the cross for you. He, he, he's, he can save you from your sins because if he has put so much emphasis on your life, I have no other option but to show you your worth. Worth is what we give. Simple is our approach. Sometimes I feel like we need to play church to show people that God is moving. I'm getting too real today. I'm sorry. Sorry. Simple is our approach. If we need to entertain you to get a move of God and you know, get a movement of God in your life, then you this is you're in the wrong place. Go to a concert. We come into this place expectant for what God is going to do. Yeah, we, we like to do creative stuff and everything like that, but that's not the forefront. That's not the focus. The focus is how can we get people out of hell? How can we get people? That, it's, it's simple. Sometimes we complicate the mission of Jesus Christ when all he says, go and tell. Go and be. Simple is our approach. Generosity is our default. We always default on generosity with our time, with our finances, with everything. It's, it's our default. Serving is our privilege. We have a privilege to serve his, his, his church. It's not a job. It's not a weight. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. I get to be, uh, be a part of something that is way bigger than I am. But when the mindset changes from a privilege to an obligation, it has something wrong in the middle there. You don't have to do it, but you get to do it. We get to be a part of what God is doing in this place. Faith is our response. And last, people are our hearts. And here at Axios, the mission and the values is the standards we do everything and operate in. God has given us this standard. And as we said, God has given me this word this week, the step before the harvest. And we need to get ready for the harvest that God has given us and that he's going to give us in the future. It starts with the foundation of what we're doing. Here in the book of Ezekiel. Real quick, the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, we, we kind of heard this verse a couple times um, as, as, as if you were in church for a good two minutes or so. Um, it talks about Ezekiel in the Valley of the Dry Bones. You can turn to your Bibles there real fast. I'm going to give you a quick little um, things that I'm going to talk about today and as we can get out of here as soon as, as soon as possible. See, here in the, the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, we see Ezekiel and, and God having a dialogue. And it can really just put us in perspective of what God is doing in this place today and how we can activate this mission and this call of, for all of us in this place. And it says here in Ezekiel chapter 37, it says, The hand of the Lord 
was upon me, and it brought me out, out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me in the middle of a valley, and it was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and saw a great many bones on the floor of the, uh, of the valley, bones that were very dry. And they asked me, son of man, can these bones live? And I said, sovereignly, Lord, you only know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will bring life, enter into them, and they will come to life. I will attach the tendons and I will attach the flesh upon them and cover them with skin. And I will breathe life into them and they will come to life and they will know that I am the Lord. And then it transitions here in verse 7. It says, so I... So I prophesied as I was commanded, and I, and I was prophesying, and there was a noise, a rattling sound, the bones coming together, bone to bone, and I looked, and the tendons and the flesh appeared on them, and the skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, prophesy breath, prophesy the son of man, and say, this is the sovereign Lord says, come breath from the four winds, and breathe into the slain, and they will live. So then... I prophesied and commanded me, and breath entered into them, and they came to life and stood up as a vast army. This is one of my favorite verses. You can preach the heck out of this verse. Here's some things I want you to know as we're moving forward in this season. Number one is the leader had to have a clear vision. Ezekiel was in the spirit. He said that he was in the spirit, and God dropped him in the valley of dry bones. He was in the spirit. I'm here to tell you to you, as the leader of this church, I've never had so much clear vision that I have right now. I know where God has taken us. I see us in 10 years. I see us in five years. And I want to tell you today, as your leader, the vision is clear. It's to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. The reality is there has to be standards to the vision. There's standards and there's grace. Sometimes you can, be, uh, you, can, you, you can go both ways and it can be unhealthy in certain ways. You can live a life of standard and be so rigid that, you, that people don't feel welcome. Or you can have too much grace that everything's chaotic. See, we have to have this balance. We can't kill standards. There's excellence that we're going after for the sake of grace. But we can't kill standards and not have grace at, as, as well. There's a grace to this thing, but there's also a standard to do. And as the leader, this moving forward, God gave me a vision in, in January. He said, we are a miracle in motion. We are a miracle in motion. What happened last week doesn't matter. We are moving forward in what God has for us. We're having our eyes on the prize. We're having our eyes on the vision. We are trying to get people to heaven. We have a clear vision, and we're moving forward. Ezekiel had to know what was in front of him before he can activate what was in him. See, the why, why do we do the things? Because of our mission and our values. There's no other option but mission and, and our vision here access. While we gives us the word, we activate it and live them out. It's not about me. It's about us. It's about us. Number two, what do we see here in this story? Number two is dry bones. Dry bones. We all come with our issues. And at times, we can come into this place in a dry season. In a dry 
season. Dryness is horrible. It brings depression. It brings anxiety. But here's the thing about God. In the hands of God, dryness is not the end, but dryness is an opportunity to live again. See, dryness to us seems like, hey, we got to throw it all away. Dryness seems that divorce is dry, that, that depression is dry, that anxiety is dry, that, that addiction is dry, that, that that thing that I'm dealing with is dry. But I'm here to tell you it is not the end. It is time to live again. God is calling us out of this dry season into his marvelous light. He, I need you. You need me. We need to do this thing together. We can't let the enemy put us, our dry bones, in a desolate place all alone. The worst thing you can do when you feel dry is isolate yourself. Isolate yourself. These bones were in the middle of the desert, dry, with no life, all alone. What we can't do in this season of forward is try to have an island all on our own. We have to say, hey, God, I am buying in to what you're doing. I'm buying into the vision, and I'm going to be in community because community is who we are, and I'm going to let my pride go aside and be who you called me to be in the community where you planted me in. It, it, that's what it's all about. We need, we need what you can bring to the table. Number three, this one's good. He spoke to the bones. He spoke to the bones. Verse 4, then he said to me, God said to Eliza, uh, uh, Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones and say, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says, that I will bring breath into these bones. And then in verse 7, what does Ezekiel do? He says, so then I prophesied as it I was commanded. Are we attentive enough to hear the command of God before we walk into what we want to walk into. Because this is what happens sometimes. We feel like we're listening to God, but we're really listening to our flesh. We have to, we have to, we have to define what that is. Because God is going to get you in a place where you're moving forward. But if you're activating your flesh and you feel stuck in life, maybe it's not God. If you're in a relationship Young people, I was going to say teenagers, but you're grown. I'm in college now. If you're in a relationship that is more of a burdensome than actually having fun, because, I mean, you're in college, you're supposed to have fun at this time. Not that kind of fun, all right? Southeastern. Then is that a healthy place to be in? If, if a relationship is taking you away from actually getting closer to God, is that, is, that, is that your flesh? Oh, but I want to be married. Do you really want to be married? See, we have to know what's God and what's us. And, and, and Ezekiel heard from God, and he didn't hesitate. How crazy is this? God said, hey, look at all these bones, dead people. Speak to them. I don't know about you. I'll be like, uh, it just doesn't happen that way. But he heard and he activated what he was commanded. 
And then he lived out the promise that God has given. See, we have to know that there's a progression to the promise. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't sit, uh, fall on my lap. There's, there's, a, there's a season of obedience. There's a season of sacrifice. There's a season of, 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 of hurt. There's a season of, of separation. There's, there's a season of different things to get to the promise. But the reality is, are you trusting the season that you're in? Because these bones were dry. And something had to speak to it to come to life. And what did, what did Ezekiel do in a crazy situation? He spoke faith. He spoke faith. You got to trust God and speak faith. Not, uh, not we, uh, we have to have the mindset, I will, and not just maybe. We have, to, we have to live a life that is full of faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20 says, For all the promises of God are yes and amen to the glory of God through us. It is yes and amen when you speak. Speak to life into the things. When you speak life into your future, when you speak life into the, in the potential spouse, God is going to activate some kind of faith in your life. It's because you're getting you out and you're putting him in. Because he's the one commanding your life. That's a life of faith. Number four, Tony, you can come up. Tony, here. Come back up here. Number four. go in these shoes these shoes hurt so bad ladies with the high heels i understand number four a shaking happened Woo! a shaking happened a shaking happened we talked about this a couple weeks ago shake the shaking the shift happens before the promise is activated you, you ever use one of these magic eight balls? Some of you are like, oh, so anointings. <laughs> Santa Maria. <laughs> Some of you guys lived your life like in this thing. You're like, should I marry him? Sure. <laughs> should I go to that college? Very doubtful. Um, but an, a magic eight ball... It's pointless without it being shaken. See, you, you need to shake it for you to receive what it says. Some of us are in a shaking season. God is just shaking us to the core. You can curse the shake or you can live in the shake. Because what if God is shaking you? to reveal his purpose in your life? What if you need a little bit of shaking for you to listen to his command? I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to come easy. The shaking hurts. The shaking hurts. It could be that relationship. It can be that job. It can be that, that prayer that you've been praying for years and years and years. It's a shaking. God, how much more can I handle? You've been there? But the shaking is necessary for life to come. Because it said that out of nowhere, when he spoke in faith to the bones said he heard a shaking. 
He heard a rap. And it does something about you when you actually activate your faith and you start seeing some things happen around you. You're like, ho, ho. Like, like on Thursday or Friday when I called all of our board members and I said, hey, I was shaking. I was shaking. I said, we, <laughs> this is an opportunity. This is here. It's a shaking that we need. He said Ezekiel was in dryness, didn't need, there was no life around. And he spoke in faith to the bones and a shaking happened. And the thing about the shaking, the shaking is the rearrangement we need for the alignment that needs to happen in our life. Oh my gosh. Let me say that again. The shaking is the rearrangement in our life that we need to align back in our life. I go to a chiropractor a lot because I'm old. And the chiropractor, I don't know if they do this just to get extra money, but they're like, ooh, what have you done with yourself? I walked. I lived. I have kids. You been there? I know you've been to chiropractor. <laughs> we chiropractor buddies. Ooh, what you done with yourself? And they aligned you back to where you can stand straight. The shaking gets us back to understand it's not our will. It's not my will. I need to get back in alignment to what God has for me. I need to stop seeing to the left or to the right. I need to think straight. And sometimes the only way you can do that is shake yourself, shake the depression off, shake the su uh, suicidal thoughts off, and say, God, I need to get aligned again. I need some shaking in my life to reveal the purpose in my life. It's the shaking that we need. And last but not least, after the shaking came, life came. They come alive. They come alive. It is time. Let's get the worship team up here. It is time to walk in the freedom that you've been praying for. Axios Church, it is time to walk in the season that you've been praying for. It is time to, to, to leave the what if and walk into the yes and amen in your life. Do we have a church here this morning that is full of faith? Come on, do we have a church here this morning that is full of faith? If God done it before, he can do it again. I speak faith in your life. I speak hope in your life. Come on, let's all stand up on our feet. I speak revival in your life. I speak a spirit-filled life. I speak that chains are going to be loose. I speak that hope will be fine. I speak that life will come again in this new season of your life. Let's walk up. Let's stand up. Let's be who God's called us to be. No more being dry. And let's step up what God is setting up. I prophesy today that God is setting up some things in your life. Come on, lift up your hands. Let's receive it today. I prophesy that 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 season is coming in your life. I prophesy that that, that addiction has to go. I prophesy that, that that relationship will be mended. I prophesy that that hurt will be taken away. Today, we stand, we shake, we do what we gotta do because we know that we're on purpose. We're on vision on what God has for us today. He's building his church. He is building his church.
not just building a building. He's building people. He, he's not just facilitating, having f- facilities. It's facilitating, facilitating purpose in people's life. God is building his church. Our job is to snatch people in, out of hell into heaven. Do we have any snatchers today? Ha <laughs> ha, no. You're not going to have my family. You're not going to have my coworkers. You're, you're not going to have my husband. You're not going to have my wife. You're not going to have my kids. Do I have any snatchers today? Coming out of the darkness into his light. Do we have a church of faith today here at Axios Church to say today is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It's time to start activating in faith because we can't stay here anymore. We're not staying here anymore. It's time to live a life of faith and use the tools that God has given us here in this place. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.